You know, Irving Bay's next star media came with numbers again today. And every time I see the numbers, I look at the press release. And every time I see the press release, I am blown away by the breadth of this company. I mean, 200 television stations, 116 markets, 40% of the United States. They they just bought The Hill, you know, the, the political paper. Uh, they're on TV, on every channel you've got with Rewind or Antenna TV. WGN is theirs, and of course, News Nation. And all this put together by Perry Souk, the chairman and the CEO of Nextstar, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, thanks for having me back on. I just don't know how you keep up with all this stuff. This is, I mean, if there was ever a company that should have changed its name to media, you you epitomize media. <laughs> Well, it's it's uh, you know we started with one TV station and now we're uh, uh, a mini conglomerate, I guess, with cable and digital as well as you know 199 other TV stations and of course one radio station that we're very proud of. But you know the the, the size and scale of the company we mentioned on our call on a on a last 12 month basis, you know 4.8 billion in revenue, 2.1 billion of EBITDA, and free cash flow of 1.4 billion dollars. That's I mean that's the size and scale of what we're dealing with now. Um, for next start. You know, and the interesting thing is Wall Street gets you. I've, I've watched the stock's up over 40% this year. I think it's up 80, 85% year over year. A lot right. of, yeah, and a lot of times, you know, Wall Street looks at a company like that and says, well, what are you? I mean, you're, you're in so many different areas, but you're in media. That's That's the key. I think we define ourselves as a content company, David. You know, we produce almost 300,000 hours a year of local video content, which is mostly local news, sports, and weather. We now do 13 hours a day of national news content on News Nation. Um, our digital properties are, you know, top five in the country for news and information, you know, with all of the aggregate websites and apps that we have. So uh, it, it, the company is all about scale. There's no other company out there in local television like ours with the scale of ours. Next closest company is, is literally half the size financially. You know, sometimes companies, you know, fill a need and sometimes companies can create demand. My sense is that you're creating demand. I mean, running news station every night on, on what used to be WGN and having a national show that's available, you know, whatever you want to tune in are giving me a chance to go back and watch old episodes of Bewitched whenever I want to or on t Antenna TV. I never knew I wanted to do that, but I find that I do. You're, you're creating demand, aren't you? Well, we're trying to be as available as we can to as many different audiences across the entire spectrum of our platform. If you just want local news or if you want to watch the Cowboys this weekend, we have places for that. But if you want to watch Bewitched or if you want to watch Three's Company, we have a DigiNet that would have those opportunities for you. If you want national news and political news, then we have, you know, News Nation in the Hill. So we're, we're trying to build as broad a content strategy to reach as much of America as we can with the content that each individual viewer or advertiser is interested in. The uh, the media business has changed so much, um, or maybe it's demand that's changed so much. People, you know, people don't have as much available time, and they can't sit down and watch the six o'clock news every night or the five thirty news. They they can't plan on being in front of the television or or maybe in front of the radio. We offer on KRLD. We offer, you know, 
segments throughout the day so you can tune in whenever you want to and adjust that. Do you have a sense of where media is going or are you just along for the ride and you, you wherever you end up, you're, you're there? Well, I think that uh, technology certainly has changed how we do what we do, but technology hasn't changed our base mission, nor has it changed human behavior, in my view, David. Um, you know, our base mission is to produce local content, relevant news, sports, sports and weather, and all the, uh, the 116 markets that we serve. And it's to help local advertisers and local businesses grow their business. That's our reason to exist we put a lot of other programming in and around what we do to fill out the, the broadcast schedule, but our basic mission is a local service business. And then human behavior, I think people wanna know what you know, weather's gonna be like so they know what to dress their kids in before sending them out to the bus stop in the morning. I think people wanna get together and talk about or maybe even watch together the cowboy game. And so, you know, I think that human behavior and our base mission will never change regardless of the distribution method or the technology we use to get our message in our video from point A to point B. No, I, uh, but the media, you know, when I started the company, we had no retransmission revenue. And, you know, and this morning uh, we reported that number was the largest revenue number on the page of over $600 million, more than our advertising. And so I think the media business and our company have shown an ability to adapt uh, to changing circumstances, but it really doesn't change, you know, at the core of what we do. The, the networks are interesting, and you you represent every network: NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, the CW, on all, right. on all your television stations. But it, my sense is networks are becoming less relevant. I mean, you're showing this with, you know, whether Rewind or Antenna TV or what you're doing with News Nation. I see they're going to start showing football games on Amazon. Um, are are networks as relevant as they used to be? Well. Uh all the networks basically with the exception of Fox are competing with themselves with a streaming platform that they've developed for themselves. And, uh, and to a certain extent, they're, uh, they're making themselves less relevant to us as programmers and to the customer when the content is available, you know, on, on different platforms. Right. It used to be you could only watch the NFL on, you know, at a certain time and on a certain television station, and now it's available on streaming. So you know, I think the best example of that was the Olympics. I never knew what was on where or how to find it because some was on Peacock and some was on a cable channel and some was on NBC. And the, and the problem with all of that is, is you can serve up the content, on, in my view, on a number of different, you know, devices or platforms, but you, you've got to let the viewer know where they can find it. And I think that that navigation tool is, uh, is probably the most important technology uh, that we can develop as an industry to just help people organize what they want to view and, and make it easy for them to come and find it. Boy, I couldn't agree more. I, and, and actually, these mega cable channels with 200, 300 channels, you know, are, are daunting enough. But your point's well taken. When, when you have all these streaming services and you can't remember how to get to them, and I, I know Apple tries to aggregate some of these, but mm -hmm. you still can't find them, it is... It's a morass out there. And we're kind of back to having three remotes on the coffee table again, one for the Apple TV and one for Spectrum and one and you know, Spectrum's trying to aggregate the, you know, the through an app, the uh, all the different streaming services. But, 
you know, again, human behavior, I think, you know, boy, when I get home at night, you know, I kind of want to put my feet up and, and, you know, relax a little bit. I don't want to have to work that hard after having worked that hard all day. So <laughs> to try to find, to try to find where it is. So tell me about the synergy, because I, you, you could really see that you bought the Hill the other day and they have all <laughs> these reporters in Washington, D.C. and everything else. And that would feed to News Nation. But then you've got all of the affiliates spread out around the country, and they're feeding stories into News Nation, and it really looks like the synergy is there. Well, that's that's what we've what, what we're in the process of building and trying to build. The Hill is a perfect example. You know, we built the company based on local news. Now we've added national news. Now we've added political news, and the Hill reporters show up on News Nation with regularity. Because uh, there's 160 of them, and we had about two dozen reporters of our own in, in D.C. between the cable network and our bureau for our station. So we just now can cover everything in Washington D.C. Not only the Hill and the White House, but the agencies and you know anything that might affect you know daily life in in Texas or you know in any other state. We can go right to the Department of Agriculture or to the Pentagon or about base closures or or whatever and so it's just given us a depth and breadth that we hadn't had before but it, it's as you said it's a virtuous circle because the hill serves um news nation it serves our stations but then the stations are providing content to the hill and our state capital bureaus are giving them context to be able to uh, to broaden their coverage and and so it's and from an ad sales perspective we just got a $2 million fourth quarter order from Google for uh, the Hill that we wouldn't have had without the, 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 the ad sales force that we brought to the acquisition. So, uh, you know, early days, but it's, it certainly is, uh, is unfolding according to plan. Your business has always had some cyclicality and especially coinciding with like, you know, election periods when everybody's right. buying advertising time. Does this takes, does this streamline the business and take some of the cyclicality out of it? There is a, a smoothing to it because the distribution revenue is pretty much constant. Um, you know, we we are a 31% partner in the Food Network, and their big distribution comes in the first quarter of every calendar year, and that's usually the lowest quarter for ad sales. So there is some smoothing, but, you know, we had over $600 million of political revenue last year, and we'll do probably something less than 50 for the full year this year. So there's a lot of smoothing to kind of smooth out that kind of, uh, you know, those, those kinds of nooks and crannies, but, you know, uh, we turn around and then 2022 will probably be, will definitely be the biggest off year in a midterm election from a revenue standpoint uh, that we've ever seen. So are, are, have you got enough to say grace over right now? And are, are, <laughs> I mean, are, are there, are you going to surprise me again with another acquisition or some other area or is it? Well, I hope so. I mean, you know, we, we look at next year and the, uh, Analyst estimates have us with as much or more free cash flow, free cash on a, on a dollar basis than Viacom CBS. So that money is going to go somewhere and it'll either go to pay down debt or return capital to shareholders or we'll you know, find an acquisition that, uh, that adds another brick to this content wall that we're trying to build. I can't wait. I guess it's it's just fascinating watching watching this company develop and continue to develop. Perry Suk is the chairman and the CEO and, and the maestro of Nextar Media. It's always good to visit with you. Thank you, sir. David, thanks a lot. All the best. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.